When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Former All Black halfback Steve Devine joins us uh, from a Movember breakfast. Uh, thanks for taking time out for us, Steve. Uh, a 6-2 split on the bench. Did you see that coming, mate? Good morning. Um, yeah, morning all. Um, yes, mate, I, I didn't really see coming, but not surprised when you've got the, um, you know, with the firepower in the back line that can, most of them can play any position and you've got Geordie can play everywhere, so... It sort of makes sense, you know. The Africans are going to uh, do it, so why not counterattack it? So yeah, not a, not a bad idea, I don't think. Yeah, do you think that's horses for courses, or because what you said about the back line that at this World Cup they'll look to carry a six-two split? Well, yeah, they'll probably look. They'll see how it goes. I think if if they if they feel like they got some good reward from it, then they'll, they might just keep rolling with it. The only thing, you know, if you do get an injury, can you you may have to shuffle the entire back line around, which is which is never ideal. Um, but yeah, I mean, if they if they get some reward, they'll give it a trial and, and see and, and see how it goes. It, it may it may be the new the new norm. Is it a re- um, after a bit? Is it a reaction, Steve, to uh, the South Africans naming that Ford pack that they've named? I, if I, yeah, I mean that's a big pack, right? That's a, they're, they're massive men, and and then they run on another another massive pack at uh, at halftime. So. Um, yeah, I guess you know the, the Africans pride themselves on being physical up front. If, if if you can match it, and you know, and 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 give it back to them a little bit, then then you go one long way to winning the, the match against the Africans. They're very physical, and you know, if you let them get easy easy ball over the advantage line, you're in for a very tough day at the office. So yeah, why not match it? There's a few things to look at uh, with this announcement, Stephen, and one of those is that there's no Cody Taylor. That would suggest to me they see him as the number one. Uh, with Dane starting here and, and Summer Sony coming off the bench, is, do you think this match is a bit of a shootout to see who gets the bench roll against France? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a straight dress rehearsal, right? So, um, you know, but but it also in saying that, though, neither team really needs to win that French match because both teams are pretty much going to walk into the, uh, the quarterfinals and, and and without really knowing what's going on in the other pool. So you can't really say comfortably who's going to be topping the other pool they're playing in the quarterfinals. So, um, yeah, listen, I think Cody Taylor's probably the way he's played this year with number one, but may, maybe possibly he's picked up a little niggle somewhere while the other two are playing. Um, um, Dane Coles, you know, he's uh, he's old head. He's pretty hard at what he does. So so maybe they've just like um, you know get in there and try and get a bit niggly and get a bit physical on the Africans and get them off their game. Um, but yeah, I, I I sort of think Cody Taylor's probably would probably definitely be my number one pick this year at at, at the hooker spot. Yeah, but, but you know you look you look at everyone else across the board and that's pretty close to being the number one team, right? So 
So maybe he has dropped down a little bit. Well, well, it's interesting you say that because you've got Luke Jacobson starting at six, so there's obviously still some injury concerns uh, with Frizzell. And then Josh Lord and um, Tupo Vite are fighting it out for that lock position. But when you look at it, you're thinking, well, if there are some injuries and you've got to use those two locks, does Scotty Barrett maybe shift to one of those um, back three positions on the on the side of the scrum? How did how do you see those little tweaks to the All Black team, um, Steve? Well, I just think with um, with you know, they, I, I always thought they were a, a Lucy short. I thought they, for some reason, they they travel with one less Lucy than I thought they mm. would have taken. And then with the injury to Frizzell, I don't think they really have a have an option to play Jacobson because he's pretty much last cab standing, like he's the last one there. And so, so he he has to play because Frizzell's injured. But then, I mean, you've got Vi, you've got Scott Barrett can play at six. Um, so yeah, I, I'd imagine I'd imagine they're going with two Lucys uh, on the bench, Dalton to play seven, and 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 maybe even Byer to uh, look after six, and and Josh Lord to look after lock. Yeah, um, it's probably the way I see it. It's definitely the way it looks, mate. We also uh, more in your wheelhouse. Uh, we've got uh, Aaron Smith playing at halfback, and then Cam Royguard um, off the bench. Uh, does that mean you think Finlay Christie is seen very much as the third choice? Uh, no, I, I'm I'm a bit surprised that they didn't give uh, Cam Royguard the start in the second Bledisloe. Um, you know, GB he's he's not really tested at international level just yet. Um, why not? You know, dead rubber. Why not give him some game time with some experienced people around him uh, against the Aussies? Now they're gonna, you know, um, yeah, it's just it's just untested. I, I felt like he should have been given a game um, and. You know, you can train all you like, but it's still not a, it's still not a test match under under you know eighty thousand people at Twickenham. It's it's a it's a different scenario. I just I just you know why not start him? Give him give him a run. You know what Aaron Smith's going to give you, um, and um, why not just chuck him in and give him give him some experience and let him learn some some you know learnings from from playing a big match in front of a lot of people. So, mate, I I I just yeah I'm I'm I can't believe they haven't given him a, a, a like an actual start. Cameron Gatt, I just, I just think he, you know, probably deserves it from his super form, and and let's see what he's got at that level. Steve, when you when you're looking at um, past World Cups, they talk about Dad's Army winning World Cups. You know, the 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 um, the players that have been there for a long time that get the job done through these these tournaments. When you're looking at this All Black side, um, do you think that we've got the experience to win the World Cup? But the other thing too, when I look at it, if you're getting some key injuries. You know, and they play out. You know, for instance, we lose Artie. You know, we lose um, a White Lock. We we lose Frizzell, um, and heaven help, we lose a Geordie Barrett. Do you think that we've got that 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 starch in our side that can win it? Mate, I, I think out of any team in the world, I think we've probably got more depth than any other team in the world. I, I you, you named some pretty big players there. If we lost, yeah, it'll be, it'd hurt us, but. You look at a few of the other teams, and if they lose, if they lose a few of their key players, there's not a lot of anyone in behind them. So, mm. I mean, the the Irish are an amazing team, but I, I I think they're pretty good from one through to 23. And then once you start picking up a few injuries through there, I, I just don't think they quite have the depth that we have. So, yes, there's going to be injuries, and um, and we know that, and we see that now. And but I, I think I think 
you know, if there's lots and lots of injuries across the whole tournament, I think we're probably in better shape because we do certainly have a lot more depth than other countries. Um, the other key thing you've got to remember is um, if, if you play your first game at a Rugby World Cup and that is, a, you know, you're an absolute peak, um, peak physical condition, that you're absolutely, you know, drummed in for that one, that first game, you're not going to go the distance because you're going to, you can't maintain your fitness and and that level of um, you know that level of fitness for for eight eight weeks. Mm. Um, I, I think 2003 that was one big learning that we learned. We we got there fit, we got there strong, we got there ready to rumble, and, it, and it's it's a long tournament. You know you you really gotta you gotta start at a base, and you, if you go there peak, you're, you're not going to last the distance. You've got to get there knowing that you've still got a lot of work to do, and and continue to do that work over over the eight weeks. Yep. Um, and that you know that's in, that's important that you know it's not a bad thing that we we don't have our absolute best game against the French in the first round robber match like that that doesn't really do us any help yeah it'd be good to win it but you know it, it doesn't in the, in the bigger scheme of things it doesn't really matter if we win or lose that match the text come through from Richie on the double eight double three hour our temper bed post text machine mate Morena lads question for Steve a loss this weekend a good or a bad thing Oh, but I was going to mention that. I like. I'm a big believer in. Um, you know, I, I I reckon whoever loses this match between the Springboks and the All Blacks, whoever loses this match will win their quarterfinal. Is that I, right? And I reckon, and I reckon the team who wins this weekend will probably lose their quarterfinal. That's my prediction. Wow. Yeah. I just think uh, they need to go in with a bit of fire in the belly. You know, have a. You know, things have been going pretty well for the All Blacks this year. They've had some big wins. And they've had some you know, impressive performances, but, you know, a, a loss and a, and, a, and a learning and a bit of fire in the belly is, is not always a bad thing. Like it's, yes, it's a test match. Um, yes, it means a lot. Uh, yes, you pull on the black jumper, but you take more out of a learning and a little bit of fire in the belly pre-tournament to, um, you know, get a get get the underdog status, get a few people right in your off and, and, you know, put all the attention onto the spring boxes. It, it's not a bad thing. I, 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 I actually hope that we um, uh, that we drop this one. I think we needed to lose one during the Tri Nations, and I, I I sort of hope it's this one. Yeah, well, and I only came in a couple of hours ago. An article up in the UK, even um, Esmith, it's basically saying that the South Africans they want to win this one to get some confidence going into the World Cup. So you know that they're going to um, show up. If, if if there is a frailty in our All Black side, Steve, where is it? Is it is it got anything to do with the selection of the team, or is it something? Off the field, I mean, I just think when they when they get it right, they're very good. Um, with with the Africans, you know, what what they produced at Mount Smart was was a phenomenal physical uh, encounter. You know, they were, they well, I was there. I, I just couldn't believe how physical they were against bigger bigger men. And um, you know, that that comes down to attitude. And um, yeah, I just the Africans want it. Maybe we don't need it as much. Um, it, it, all, it all come down to attitude. The big games, the semi-finals, the quarter-finals, it just comes down to the attitude and the preparation during the week. If you know, if you you know, you prepare with that fire in the belly, you're gonna you're gonna produce it on on the weekend. So that that's for me, just just the preparation and the attitude um, that we need to build because there's a, there's going to be a hell hell of a quarter-final weekend and there's going to be a pretty big semi-final weekend as well to give yourself the right to have a play. So it's all about fire in the belly and how the team comes together and. And um, yeah, that's that's why that's why I really hope they get it right. Steve, you played uh, you had a long career, a reasonably long career at at, at the top level. Uh, at what point did you learn to tackle? 
<laughs> Mate, I was just... <laughs> I just jump in front of them and hope they trip on me. That's the easiest way for well, me. The reason I ask you that is Billy Vulnapolo has been given three matches, but oh. they'll reduce it to two if he goes to tackle school. Now, I had a look, he's 30. I would have thought as an international yeah. footballer with a pro career spanning 12 years, he might have already learned that. Oh, mate, it's, it's, it's an absolute disgrace, right? Uh, We've we seen two people here last year, Angus Talvo, who you know well, and uh, one of the uh, Irish players have like a completely accidental... Yeah. No harm intended head crash. Yeah. Like absolutely, you know, a, a fast outside back stepping a big forward, absolutely no intent, a clash of heads, complete accident, and he got like six weeks, eight weeks for it. This is no arms no arms in a tackle straight to the head. You know, it, you, it's minimum. It's absolutely minimum of six to eight weeks. You know, it's, it's uh, I'm just, it's, uh, mate, it's, if it was... Uh, here we go. If, there, if it wasn't someone from England, they'd, they'd, they would have got eight weeks. <laughs> yeah. and, that, and that's that's just the disgrace of the whole situation, you know. The whole Aaron Farrell thing, it's a disgrace. You know, time and time again, he's tackled with no arms and, and he gets away with it. And So why wouldn't he continue to do it? Because he, he gets away with it, you know. It's, there's, there's two rules. There's one for England and there's one for the rest of the world. I mean, you can just look at the pools. Right, yeah. there's one for, there's one for England and there's one for the rest of the world. And, uh, yeah, frankly, I'm pretty sure... The rugby world's pretty sick of it. I mean, they make rules to suit themselves. They they don't put the bigger game uh, in the spotlight. You know, they don't they don't look to see what fans want. They look to see how England can be competitive, and they're the rules they make and, and stick to. So, mate, you know, everyone's had a gutful of 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 England and and that whole um, bureaucracy of them looking after themselves. Um, it's a disgrace. No, there's not going to be any splinters in your butt, mate. Not sitting on the fence at all. I love it. How about that? I love it. How hey. about that? I'm not sitting on a fence there, am I? No, no. You can cover on my off-the-back fence in a few days, <laughs> mate. I'll just, give, I'll just give you a call. Yeah. Now, you, yeah. you, you, you might be uh, looking at some fencing supplies because uh, this weekend you're at Bunnings Warehouse Silverdale with Watto for the Bunnings Trade Rugby Run, which is back Sunday from uh, midday yeah. or two. Yeah, live show. Live Get some show. people to drop in and, and see what we can do. Yeah, exactly. Looking forward to that, mate. And the other thing, uh, you, you've actually stepped out from a breakfast rat. You want to tell us about this, mate? November. What what oh. what what sort of slug are you planning on this this year, mate? I, I, yeah, I'm not. You know, I've I've worked pretty closely with November the last few years. We're actually at Eden Park. I'm looking looking down on the field. It's uh, mate, it's looking in pretty good nick. Uh, Auckland. I've got uh, Hawks Bay. I think here on Saturday afternoon. I'll probably come down and watch that before. The Sunday show, but yeah, Movember, mate, great cause, men's health. Um, I'll probably look to run. I'm going to try and join my uh, under-nose hair to my chin hair this year. Um, I haven't been able to pull it off in the past, but I'm going to uh, give, it a, give it a crack this year. Yeah, nice, mate. I'll, well, I'll just have a look at Rick because he's pulled it off. <laughs> Mine never moves. Mine yeah. never moves. I was telling Steve that actually yep. yesterday. We were having this conversation actually because my missus doesn't like it when I fa- I shave. I said to Steve, "What does it say that she likes it when she can see less of my face?" Yeah, that's a uh, mate. It's a hidden talent to be able to grow a good beard, and I'm certainly not one of those people. No, no, me, me neither, mate. My, mine's patchy. Mine's patchy to say the, uh, the, the, the the least. But good stuff, Steve. Thanks for coming on, mate. Always good to chat. And uh, good luck keeping Watto reined in on uh, on uh, Sunday up at uh, Bunning Silverdale, eh? Yeah, mate. He'll probably run up there, which is which is a concern. But we'll see how we get on. Yeah, <laughs> just try and get a word in, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>